the talk show. It's 18 minutes after 8. If you've just joined us, a good evening to you. You're on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Naledi Moleo. Um, still celebrating Youth Day and taking your SMSs on 34701. This afternoon, Consciousness Cafe held the Conscious Mind Open uh, Dialogue. Um, so we'll take a look at some of the conversations that they had um, I, I hope that it was primarily young people that attended this event. I'm joined in studio by Gege Mozeke, uh, Consciousness uh, Cafe um, representative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also Anisha Panchia of Consciousness Cafe. Firstly, Consciousness Cafe, a bit of a bit of background, Gege? Okay, um, so Consciousness Cafe is a concept that we both um, um, developed uh, coming from, you know, the experiences that we have in South Africa as black women and, you know, very racialized experiences that we we have, you know, on the how train in the parking lot, you know, every single day and, you know, hearing from different people also sharing the same experiences. And we established that there's obviously a need for people to start talking about these things because there's a lot of prejudice and a lot of uh, misjudgment and a lot of, you know, wrong perceptions that are made about the other and racially because of not having a space or a platform to actually connect to people outside of your own race and your yeah. culture. Yeah. yeah. That's so important. And so how did the, the, this dialogue come about? Who was involved as well? So we we just created an event. We thought, you know, it's youth day and it's a it's a great way to it's a great time to actually do a dialogue. So it was actually our first dialogue that we that we had. So we had it at the African Freedom Station in West Dean. And a mix of people came, mostly young people, but it was great because there was there was a mix in terms of class, in terms of race. Mm. There was quite a, a mix of people. And people actually, we spoke about a lot of things. I mean, we started talking about youth empowerment. And um, people, a, a big thing that came out was how the struggle of 76, the youth struggle of that time, is very different from the youth struggle of today. Right. And there's still a struggle. And, you know, what is the struggle? Because in 76, there was this unified struggle. Mm. And the youth knew what they were fighting for. And yes, we have challenges today, huge challenges, so many different challenges across racial, class. You know, there's so many challenges that the youth have, but it's kind of, you know, there's so many different challenges. And how do we come together and have a unified solution or response to this? And this is what people were talking about. And it was, you know, a a big thing that came out was that we're so glad that we can talk about this Across all these race and cultural and religious divides, there was a mix of people there, and people were talking about that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it was just people were just glad to be able to have the space to express. And, and that's what the dialogue is about. It's not about saying, guys, let's do this, or let's initiate this project, or let's decide to do this in the community. It's let's talk and let's have a dialogue about what is important to us. What are the issues? What are the feelings? And from that, something emerges. And it's, it's that group's ideas. It's that group's own solutions. You know, it's not us going there and saying, yeah, oh, we think we should do this or, well, you know, we think this is the problem. Right. But, it, you know, I, I know that the theme that you had for this afternoon was youth and empowerment. And, uh, Gege, you mentioned that the idea of, of, of actually coming together and saying we're going to be Consciousness Cafe, we're going to bring young people together to discuss issues of race is so important. Um we have a feature on the show where once a month where we we focus specifically on issues of race and mm-hmm. and and we try so hard um 
to keep the focus on solutions, okay? How do we build a South Africa that is um, non-racial? And it's really difficult mm-hmm. to have those discussions, especially when you're asking for solutions because people still have so many feelings um, that they haven't been able to share. When you talk to young people in 2015 on Youth Day and the discussion of race comes up, what is shared and by who? Okay, so today, what was very interesting about today, which was different from other experiences that we had when we have our race conversations, is that um, there was a lady who was very vocal in the group who felt that, you know, the struggle of the youth today is not racial. And, of course, it was her opinion. Mm. And I think a lot of the group agreed with her because she was of the opinion that, you know, the struggle of the youth is, is, is a class struggle, you know. And, of course, in this country, a class, a class uh, struggle is also racialized. Mm. And um, And what they had to say... You know, it is very difficult. And the thing that you're saying is exactly what we try to do because we don't go in there with the, with the, with the idea that we're going to come up with solutions because you can't come up with solutions in, in a four hour dialogue or yeah. discussion. But what we find is that there is a lot of talking that needs to be done. There's a lot of healing that comes from the process of actually going through this process of talking in this dialogue. And we follow the processes of the NNI, the No Name Initiative, which is a structured dialogue which happens in a specific way that helps us to reach, you know, an essence in the dialogue, to reach a specific place so that people actually release yeah. all the feelings and the emotions that they have around the I issues that we're talking about. Definitely, mm-hmm. it yeah. does. And um, it did today as well. And, you know, it, it's it's about gathering the experience. It's about knowing what to do with those energies in the room as well. Because as soon as that happens, there's a shift that takes place in the whole space. There's a shift that actually takes place. And after that shift happens, there's actually an energy, a different type of energy, one of functionalism, one that actually makes people feel like, okay, you know, this thing is done, it's burst, and now I can move, you know. Mm. Whereas before, there's this, st- like, the stagnant being stuck and being oppressed and being kind of in the space where you can't really move, you are depressed and despondent and you can't really get out of the issue that you're in. And when you're exposed to a dialogue that goes really well and you reach into the essence of that dialogue, then you are forced to move after that because you go through the very bottom of that emotion. Right. And once you get there, I mean, there's nothing more for you to do but to step forward and fu- and, and be functional. And actually the tenets of the NNI are that, you know, after the dialogue, you are accountable. You have to be accountable to somebody. Whether you select somebody in the group or you select someone that you can be accountable to, a partner or anyone, to do something, to be actively engaged and to actually do something and be an active citizen because now you've shared the space, you've seen that actually you are capable and because of the space that you've been in, you actually can do something. It's empowering in that life that you are given an energy to do something and then you are accountable to do that. You're accountable to the group, you're accountable to the NNI, you're accountable to Consciousness Cafe Mm. to actually then do something. And that's what I feel is the big difference between, you know, talking and actually feeling responsible and actually like whatever you do, no matter what it is, no matter how small or big, is something, it's contributing to something. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone that that would see a picture of you and has met you, obviously our listeners don't know what you look like, but (laughs) you are two very young, very beautiful young women. Um, You know, my say 50 something year old parent might look at you and say oh this is the generation that doesn't have the issues that we've had Um, they're going to look at you and and, and say that why would you need a platform to vent your emotions what what, what was it that you saw the both of you that that said this is something that needs to happen 
we need a, a space where young people can come together, communicate, explode if they need to, and then move on afterwards. Yeah, I mean, the main thing was that, I mean, even in our personal spaces, we felt that, you know, of course, post-94, we were told also as young people, you know, move on, it's the Rainbow Nation, yeah. we're all supposed to get on. And obviously we hadn't. We were carrying a whole lot of baggage, and we felt that there weren't enough spaces for us to express this. And otherwise we had to express it in some kind of a... I don't know, a proper way or, or a less emotional way or yes. package it nicely. Don't or be, be loud. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Why are you so angry? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So it was, you know, we felt, gee, we, we, are, we are dealing with this stuff personally. Obviously, there's a whole lot of other people we know. Our friends are also dealing with the same thing. And we want to be able to express the, that anger that whatever is, whatever it is, maybe it's not anger, maybe it's frustration, maybe yeah. it's just... Whatever, maybe it's happiness, whatever it is, but we need to ex- have a space where we are allowed to express it because when people feel heard and understood, when you're in a space where you feel heard and understood, I don't even have to agree with KK or a white person or what, I don't have to agree, but I hear them and I understand them. And when yeah. people feel heard and understood, that is an amazing change and shift that happens. When you're in a space where you feel heard and understood, you can actually then move beyond and say, I've been heard and understood. You might not agree with me, but I'm heard and I'm understood. No matter how different you are from me, you grew up in a different place, you've had different privileges, you've had different education, you speak differently to me, but still, you know, you've been heard and understood. And and from there, people actually move. And we need to be heard and understood as you know, together yeah. we haven't given, we haven't had that space. Mm. We haven't had that space, and and that's where we saw that ah, we need to create a space. You know, there are different spaces, of course, and we just felt that there needs to be another space where this happens, where people are allowed to speak and feel heard and understood, and also get to a point where they can actually say, "Kiki, I'm angry about A, B, and C, and yeah. it's okay. I can be in that space. I'm allowed to be angry. It's okay. You are youth." You shouldn't have to have those issues, as you know, like you're saying, an older person might say that. Mm. But we do. We are carrying a whole lot of baggage. And if we don't let it out, if we don't allow ourselves to heal and express that anger, we're not going to move anyway. Yeah. And I actually wanted to ask you, what happens if we don't? Because 39 years after uh, 76, 21 years into democracy, we get here. We celebrate Youth Day. We go back to the pictures of Hector Peterson and we, we, we visit the memorial acres and the Hector Peterson um, m- museums. And, 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 okay, and, and it all goes on. 